Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. I did want to talk about my cat being in heat, but we, we covered that. So Yeah, that's the title. I am a cat in heat. I am a cat in heat. <laughs> I'd be popping that pussy. Cause she's literally popping the pussy. She's putting it out there on display, literally. Very, very, very envious of her. Hey y'all. How are you doing? Are you feeling a little southern like I am? with my little southern accent showing um how are you doing welcome back another episode um me i'm nervous as fuck but like you know that like good nervous feeling good nervous vibes though if you have ibs uh it still fucks with your stomach even if it's like a good nervous and not like a bad nervous um why uh, i am nervous because in the next couple hours i will be performing in philly i'm in new york city right now and decided to work this day a half day one of the dumbest decisions of my life honestly for everyone involved making mistakes left and right running back and forth because of course yesterday with valentine so i was like well we gotta gotta slow cook some sweet cheeks sweet cheeks is not in it out <laughs> oh my god y'all i sound crazy and i i hope you're ready for this journey this episode though i do love uh with someone i very much love uh grace michaud we talk about uh you know a lot of things as we do on the pod since we are you know a little bit more conversational we talk about like you know what brings us back to someone that maybe we shouldn't be with we talk jobs job sucking um because i think sometimes I sometimes wonder like, oh, is it weird that we like in general, like me and my guests, we go on a lot of different tangents, but then like I'll realize like, no, everything in our lives affects like our relationships, including jobs. Like if you're at a job you don't like and you're burnt out, like, do you think you're going to want to have sex? Do you think you want to do stuff? Um, if it's me, no, if I'm burnt out, I'm like, mm, can we, uh, can I phone this one in, you know, like, and it's real and it's honest. And I, um, I think about like, if I think about 20 year old me thinking of what my sex life would look like with the love of my life. And it's like so much sex all the time, sex. And that's not the case. That's not true. Even though like my life is surrounded by sex because of the show, that noise is me just like hitting my hand on my, my knee. Cause I'm getting so passionate about this. Um, but it's hard, right? We ex- are expected we assume we are expected to do like this certain amount of sex. And especially for, you know, women, I think there's also this weird, um, a stereotype of like oh well once you're married you're never having sex again blah 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 and then it's like well do i need to be more sex do i need to do x y and z and the answer is you need to do what is best for you also i'm so sorry there's so much background noise i don't know what i just said so much background noise um it is a balmy 60 degrees on this february 15th day uh, so people are out, people are having a good time. Cause how could you not? Right. So yeah, this is just a long winded way to say, uh, yeah, 
we all go through stuff. Do what is best for you and your libido. Everyone's libidos are different. And then your libido, uh, your personal libido, your personal baby uh, is going to change as with the seasons, with age, with your emotions, your your health. I don't know if health is, yeah, yeah. Like if you're feeling a little little low, little down, it's going to be different. Um, and there's no reason not to. We like barely talk about this in the episode. So again, thank you for going on this little mini journey for me in the intro. Because um, why not, right? Why not? That's the type of energy that I am bringing today to everyone that uh, experiences me today, whether it is via podcast, via the show, via work, like here it is, here I am, here we go. Cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. Remember to rate, like, subscribe, share with your friends. Let me know how you feel at awkwardsexandcity at gmail.com or not. Don't email. That's cool. I'm cool with that too. And I will see you on the other side. So 13 hour days, that sucks. That's very hard to like have a life. I feel like. I have no life and I can't get my library book, which is really frustrating. Oh no. The library closes at eight. I get out at eight. Like what am I? Okay, someone, and no one can pick it up for you, right? It has to be like with your library card. I gotta give someone my life. This is where like a boyfriend would be really helpful. Mm. You see, I was telling, when I applied for the reductress, the, the one article that got me the interview for a fellowship was I wrote a satire article about how I was, describing how I wanted a boyfriend, but I was basically describing a personal assistant Mm -hmm. because that's how I feel. There'll be mornings when I just want coffee and I'm like, it would be so nice if I had a boyfriend to go get me coffee. I mean, it is great, but then you also have to do stuff for them and you're like, oh man, I don't want to do that. Do extra dishes because you got salmon for me because I was, like, busy during my lunch break. I mean, you do it because you love them. But it does come in handy to be like, I need I need you. I need help. I need, I need this. I need this. I need this. Oh, God. But I don't know if you're like me. It took me years to be like, I need help from my partner. Like, I would kind of take on everything. Because I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I can't. That's not what relationships are. And it's like, oh, no, I actually, like, I'm drowning. Please, please help. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm the oldest daughter of an mm. Italian family. So, so a lot I'm, falls on you. A lot. And, God, this is, like, timely because, God, yeah, it is. A lot falls on me. And um, I have been in relationships that the other person relied on me more because I just have this motherly instinct. Like, for example, I, for six years, you know, I was on and off with an alcoholic and it was just, I, he would do the stupidest things, but I still would just be like, Oh, you know, I gotta help you. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm slowly learning to undo that. Didn't I meet him? Didn't he come to one of my shows? Oh my God. That was like our third or fourth date. Oh my God. That was him. Right. Wait, I mean, I don't, I'm not talking to him right now, so, but then that could change in two weeks, so. Oh, are you still, like, you guys still kind of, kind of talk? Mm, we, oh my god, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, it's just like the classic, you know, I was 23 when I met him. Mm-hmm. I, I am now 28, which is, it will be 
we met in 2017. So that will be, it'll be six years in March since we met. Uh, we were on and off because um, our official like boyfriend, girlfriend ended five years ago because he cheated on me. Um, but he was a heavy, heavy alcoholic. Mm. He went to rehab. So I went through that with him. So we were on and off. We've been on and off for six years. Um, the past few months, I've really been like, no. cut, limiting information, really trying not to. It's, it's hard. It takes a while. It's I can't quit cold turkey, unfortunately. Um, but yeah. Now I'm, you know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm turning 29 in a few weeks. I've, most of my 20s can be defined by this one man. <laughs> but, but that's okay. I mean, like 30s are great. Um, mm-hmm. My only advice is like really take care of your body. I feel like I did not and 30 hit me and was like, here's a lot of health issues. But like your 20s are like meant to make like these mistakes and you'll make them in your 30s too. That's okay. Um, what was the reason this last time that you were like, mm, I got to walk away? Oof. We got into a big fight. And um, oh, also, sorry, side note, if you hear like moaning, our youngest cat is currently in heat right now. Oh, aren't we all? Yeah. And like, I'm on my period. So it's like, girl, we both horny. Oh my God. Are you guys um, synced up? We're synced up. It's really special. But she keeps going after my my male cat Charlie, and Charlie is asexual because I chopped those off. Mm-hmm. So like he's useless. So I feel bad. Um, but I feel so bad for her. Just a few more days, I think, and then. But yeah, so we're all horny in this house. <laughs> we will. <laughs> God, I'm a cat in heat. That's some awkward sex in the city for you. That may be the title. I'm a cat in heat. My cat and heat. Like this morning, I was in the bathroom. The door was open a crack. Mm-hmm. And my cat, Charlie, has to follow me into the bathroom because he's a mama's boy. And Grenadine, all I see in the crack of the door is Grenadine's like butt in the door. Because they do this thing where they lift up their butt and slash, you know, pussy. Yeah. Because like they're receiving it. And that's all I see in the door crack. Like <laughs> she literally was trying to trap him. Girl. <laughs> It's truly like what I do to have sex. I just like show my ass of like, let's, let's do this. Let's go. That's a great, that's a, that's a mating call. It's a mating call. Yeah. You should do that more often. Sometimes I'm like, what if I just flash everyone in the club right now? What would, what would happen? I think you get some takers. I think you would. You don't also seem like the, like the club type of person. Oh, I'm not the club. Um, I love to dance, though. Mm-hmm. I love to dance and do karaoke. But um, yeah, the club. I don't know, like the boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. Not, not my thing. No, I get that. I mean, I liked it when I was like way younger. But uh, we like randomly got to go to a reggaeton party, and it's just like a mass of people. And people just, like, come up behind you and start, like, grinding. And you're just like, no, I'm just here for vibes, man. Like, I'm just here because I love this music and I just want to dance. That's what happens in your 30s. is like, I just want to dance. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want someone around me, like, ever. Um, so I totally get that. Um, but uh, where where was I going? Um, oh, the boyfriend? The, the, what, oh, what yes. Maybe? What was the – what's the last – 
the most recent oh. final straw. Oh my god. Okay. Well, the recent oh, uh, two weeks ago, I was God. Okay, I was having a dilemma, um, a boy dilemma, mm-hmm. and I was asking everyone. I was asking, you know, the peeps. Um, I was getting everybody's intake on this, and I was like, shit. I need a man perspective. And I really was trying not to invest emotionally into this person, into Ryan, my ex. And mm-hmm. I kind of let, broke down a barrier and was like, okay, like, this is the situation. Can you help me? And then that opened the door for him where he wanted to then like ask my advice to ask someone out and I was helping him and I was like encouraging him and then like I find out he's on drugs and I was like I no I can't do this anymore I just wasted my entire week Mm -hmm. and this emotional thing I can't I can't do this anymore Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are you Um, are you like um a blocker like do you block him from everything like the latest number I don't feel comfortable doing that. He's just on do not disturb and I ignore. I I don't like blocking. I don't know why. Only if it's like someone's I absolutely never want to see again. (laughs) Oh, well, there's the answer. You kind of want to see him again. Oh, I can't. I never want. Oh, see, that's a thing. I don't. I don't, though. I'm. It's. It's hard. Like, I had something that I would say like year and a half off and on. Not a good situation. Um, and it wasn't until I like, I was like the final one to break up and I blocked mm-hmm. him off of everything, deleted his number, blocked on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I blocked literally everything possible. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the only way, because for me, like I, I'm a, I want to see what you're doing. I want to know what's going on mm-hmm. in your life. And so while it is very drastic, it is because I've done that with like friend breakups too, like breakup, breakouts, friend breakups is the only way that I can actually like healthily move on because it gives me space. And it, mm. I wonder, I do wonder if like just kind of locking, like getting, if you don't have his number anymore, how are you going to like reach him, you know? Right. And it is, it's not fun. Like it was a year of like, it's a lot of highs and lows um after I officially broke off with like the person I was like you are not good for me uh but then like I don't know you start to like as gross as it is kind of like fall in love with yourself again because like does he bring out the best in you you know does he bring it that's a good question he doesn't I just turn into like help mode with him so and I'm just exhausted it's a I'm giving it's a yeah it's a very much like give take relationship yeah and like a lot of times too a partner can like recognize that in another person and take advantage of it you know yes that's exact oh that's exactly what's happening yeah so it's kind of like for me if the answer is not yes then the answer is no like if they're not bringing out the best in you then they are they yeah if they're not then they're not like there isn't there's kind of not like a gray area you know which sucks Mm -hmm. it's not like this is like hard truths like like episode but it's like it sucks it sucks sucks, you know but sometimes because wasn't there was a there was a wasn't there like a british boy that's not the same guy (laughs) is it was there a british am i making that up no you're not making that up there's a british boy he oh god you know what that's oh he follows me on everything uh we don't have we don't have to talk about it i promise you fun 
it's a fun story <laughs> oh maybe we'll record it and then i can ask him if i can say say it because that's a really fun story okay 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 oh wait this is all tying together though because british boy he came in july to be my plus one to the wedding i officiated mm, mm-hmm. and that's when like i realized like oh my god like this is what i need in my life like my ex-boyfriend he would have been like sitting in his in the room like betting on baseball to social he he couldn't handle social events um now that he's sober like i think he but he wouldn't be interacting with my friends at all and i would have to be i would be worried about him the entire time when i should be enjoying the wedding mm-hmm. versus when british boy came it was like oh i don't have to worry about him all he is out socializing with my friends he's doing his own thing he's like making an effort and that's when i realized like oh that's what it should be like and i, I told him that i'm like oh you really made me realize like this is what i need um so british boy i was okay Studying abroad in London already. Already love it. Already, you know, the opening to a rom-com. I'm 21 years old and I was interning at a, like a sports live event thing. And I was working weekends, which probably was illegal now that I think about it because I was not getting paid. Um, So I was working like the last two weekends I was so I when my friend who I went to high school with she went to school at the University of Surrey now for anyone who doesn't know Surrey is where Kate Winslet lives in the holiday oh okay okay fun fact I've never seen that movie you would love it I know everyone tells me I would love it but the first I've never been able to get past the first 10 minutes and I know like I love rom-coms like I feel like I feel like I've got like some weird judgment on it for some reason but I, I do need to, like, try it again. I've also never seen Dirty Dancing. I've, there's, like, very famous ones I've, like, never seen. That is the face I always get when, like, I tell a girl that. Yeah. You got to see Dirty Dancing. It was a great fucking... <laughs> get, really, get really drunk and watch Dirty Dancing, and you won't regret it. Okay. I, I have to. Aaron's not seen it either. So it's, like, we both are, like, we just need to fucking watch this movie. Oh, my God. Do it for Valentine's Day. I recommend. I think that would be a great Valentine's Day. That's actually a really good idea. We have no fucking plans. That's a really great idea. Okay. Get drunk. Done. Get drunk. Watch Dirty Dancing. (laughs) Look at me. Telling married couples what to do. I love it. I love it. Okay. So back to this rom-com. Because it it was a rom. Like, in how old am I? I'm like 28 in in the past seven years. Um, Anyway. So I go, my friend from high school, University of Surrey, she's like, we're having a pub quiz uh, for the chemistry society. You should come. It's a Wednesday night. And I'm like, fuck it. I haven't been out. I've been working. I'm going to go. So I went and I was on this team and next to me was this guy. And his phone background was the New England Patriots. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm in London. I'm in London. Why, why is there football near me? Um, and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm a huge Patriots fan." Like, I come to find out, he's a die-hard football fan. And we, you know, we're like talking and stuff. And then comes me drinking an entire bottle of wine, and I like kiss him. And I was like, "Are you? Are you a virgin?" 
And he said, yes. Oh, shit. And I'm like, I'm, and I said to him, I'm taking your virginity today. <laughs> and she did. And I did. Oh, my God. How was it? First time. For him. Not me. Well, I mean, oh. yeah, first time for him, but like you're experiencing his first time, you know? I like, God, it was a blur. Um, I remember falling on my way back to his place. And I'm like, looking back now, I'm like, what did he see in this crazy American girl? Like, because you know me, I'm very loud. Um, and yeah, like, I can't. I remember some things, and then I remember waking up like, oh, God, what, what did I do? I was late for work the next day, but I wasn't getting paid, so I'm like, who cares? Yeah, like, fuck that. Fuck that, and my boss wasn't in that day, so it turned out to be fine. And I thought nothing of it. I was like, oh, that was fun. I finally got my British boy, because that was my second time studying abroad in London. First time in London, I didn't meet any British boy. That was the, fr- that was the friendship study abroad. I made my friends. The second one was the great love i want the boys Um, you want the boys but um so i thought nothing of it we kind of like made loose plans like oh he's like oh i'll come to london and i'm like oh okay cool fine and then i was in class and i was like talking about how tired i was and he's like well if you want you can come here i was like go all the way to surrey and he's like yeah like we can have pizza and watch a movie i was like okay you know what? Why the fuck not? Yeah. Because so, I was living in, oh God, we were in a dorm and it was like two bunk beds. So I had like three other roommates. Oh my God. In the most, most uncomfortable bed. Ooh. You can imagine. It was sucked. So if some guy was inviting me like to his own private room, I was like, yeah, great. Um, And then from what happened from there is like, I ended up being like, I really like this guy. We ended up not leaving bed for the entire weekend. And it felt like a, it felt like a movie. Like I look back at that. I'm like, that was a movie. Like we were so like crazy back then, I guess. And I remember when I had, when we had to part after like spending three days together, like we both cried. It it was intense. And we, we ended up dating for like a month. Like we were calling each other boyfriend girlfriend like it was and then like you live in the u.s i live in britain like we can't continue but here we are seven years later we're still very good friends so oh damn and has he like ever like dated anyone seriously since you like oh i found out he dated his roommate afterwards oh okay okay which he had like i guess been been in love with for like all of college which I had not known Mm. and I was a little sensitive to that because I was getting over a guy that used me my yeah I was getting over a guy that had used me to get over his girlfriend Mm -hmm. so I was like basically the girlfriend without the um like title title yeah and that sucked so I was still getting over that and um so I was like seriously if I turned out to be like the distraction for you like but apparently he assured my our mutual friend that I wasn't and I believe it since we're still here he doesn't talk to that other girl um so, <laughs> um but I don't mean he doesn't really 
we talk about our love lives he doesn't share specifics with me hmm I don't know. It was he, right? is, like is he always, so, is he a talker? How, like since you've known him, has he been a talker? Yeah, he talks. I we we have like a very in-depth discussion about, you know, like online dating cuz we're kind of both in the same boat of like on the apps and stuff and mm-hmm. they're not face to face. Um mm-hmm. so it, so I feel like we both were talking about that, but he's never really like told me about any specific girls. Um, we have so many theories, me and my friends. We have so many theories. <laughs> oh my god. If you're comfortable, what are the theories? Okay. So some people think like when I talk to him about my love life and he like talks with me and and stuff. Um, this was this is what I was talking to Ryan about. Oh my god. This is like this is, Natalie, you're just getting everything out of me. It's what always happens. I don't like I don't know what I do, but people just like talk and I'm like, all right, as long as you're cool with it being recorded and going out in public, I'm down. No. I'm gonna have to oh god, I'm gonna have to share this with only like certain people. Also fair. Also very fair. Oh no, I might have lost you. Oh wait, okay. There you are, there you are. Yeah. Okay. So I was having a conversation with him because I was like, you know what? Like, I want to be in love again. It's been six fucking years since my last relationship. I feel like the last time I felt something for anyone, I got ghosted. That was like right before COVID. Oh, I remember that. You remember that? Yeah. I'm thankfully much better now. It's been three years. Finally over that. No, but, like, even, like, the timing of it was, like, so fucking bad. And, like, what sucks is, like, I know a lot of people that happened to. It's, like, COVID happened, and then people were, like, you know what? No. And, but gave no explanation. And it was, like, this is, like, the worst time you could do this to us because we're all, like, stuck alone, like, in our thoughts and feelings. Like, everyone's going to overthink this shit. When it's all them. It's all their bullshit. But how could you not? You're human. You're gonna, you're, it's going to take a bit to get over it, oh, totally. And it was like, that was the last thing I was excited about before the world crashed. Obviously, I, I read about this because I was like trying to read like why I couldn't get over this guy. And apparently like the brain will just like, you know, grasp, you know, like you're drowning. And like, so the buoy is like the last joyful thing you had. So mm-hmm. your brain is just constantly trying to grasp onto that. Mm, that makes sense. Right. Um, so that that was it. Um okay I went off topic but but yeah so I was like kind of telling Sean about this and I was I mentioned I was like god well maybe I can't meet a guy because I'm not successful in my career like maybe I exude that energy like maybe guys will like me if I'm more successful and he had said to me he was like I mean I'm from afar but I think you're way too hard on yourself you work so hard and you babysit and those kids love you mm-hmm. and that should be a testament of how much you put yourself into whatever you're doing and I was like oh my god oh um so I asked my friends I'm like does, does he still love me like what what is going on so here's some context though Natalie when he stayed with me, so when we went to the wedding, he came back to New York with me. Mm-hmm. He left. Was it the, he left the day before your wedding? No, the, I came back from Acadia. So the week before your wedding, he left. 
Um, and we'd shared a bed for like 10 days and nothing. Whoa. Okay. Did Were any moves like tried? Oh yeah. I did. I found the last night we were together, we were both drunk. And that's when I finally kind of asked him and he said, I'm going to politely decline. Oh, that's the most British way. <laughs> And I was like, no, what does this mean? Yeah, oh my god. Well, it's I mean, hard. I've... It's like, it's he's in a different continent. Like, that makes it so much harder. And it could even be, like, pres- like self-preservation for himself. But, I that like, that would have destroyed me. I'd be like, but we're drunk in my bed right now. I'm so hot. Fuck me. Like, fuck me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think I just have that mindset where it's like, I don't give a shit. Like, let's just... Mm-hmm we're only like alive once i could be dead the next day like i don't know i'm very that's like how i went on the date with a mormon and like the minute he said he was mormon i was like no this guy doesn't fuck i'm not fucking with you um oh my god i I wonder if he does that weird mormon thing what's it called oh my god it's like oh oh yeah you know what i'm talking about right it's like they're inside there's penetration and someone like jumps up and (laughs) <laughs> just can't i can't oh my god uh, yeah I, I mean i've seen so i've seen british boys since then i saw him in florida in like end of november early december where i met his family Ooh, meeting the family okay that's a big step i mean and so i'm gonna see him now in april and i'm gonna stay with his family again so i don't know i don't I don't know. So some people think like, yeah, the self-preservation thing. Um, some people think he's just deflecting. Like, that's his way of saying, like, mm, you're great. You're great. There's someone out there for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know the mm-hmm. one. Or the third is, which my friend Charlie came up with, not my cat. I also have a friend <laughs> named Charlie. You're like, my cat Charlie came up with. I mean, he he could be. I don't know what he's meowing. Um, he liked, <laughs> I will say my cat did like British boy. I will put that out there. Um, he said that like maybe because I talk so much about my relationships and like love and dating, maybe he thinks I'm just not ready. And that, but I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's hard too, because would you consider him one of your best friends? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know him, and I'm only hearing kind of like this, and like I've seen bits and pieces on social media. It sounds to me like self-preservation. It doesn't sound like deflecting. Um, I think if he's like your best friend, I think he'd be a little bit more honest if he was like, "Hey, I don't, I just don't think it's me." But it sounds a little bit like self-preservation of like the fact that there is a literal ocean between you two, and unfortunately, right. how would that work out? But a move to London would be really cool. Oh, I moved to London in a heartbeat. Not not for him. I would do it. I've always wanted to live in London. Like my dream is to end up there at one point in my life. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, you know, I'm God, I Callum Turner is my latest obsession. I think he's single. He's British. He's in he, uh he was in that Sh- Shailene Woodley Netflix movie. He was in Green Room. He's really cute. I don't know. He's a cutie to me. Uh well, I'm look him up. real quick. Yeah, um, come on. I believe you. Callum Turner. C-A-L-L-U-M. Oh, Callum. Okay. Oh, he's very British looking. He's very- 
He's so British looking. He's very British looking. He's got that thing too. I love this. I love a dude that ha- their neck is thicker than their their head. Like there's yes. something about that that just says like I I can get shit done. It's a very yes. specific look. He's got it. Nice. Okay. Okay. I he's I don't he's looking familiar to me, but he is hot and he is British, and that seems to be your type. That is my type. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> And unfortunately, I like people make fun of me, and I'm like, I've got a type. Don't judge me, but I'm not into Harry Styles. No, that's okay. Because like you would think, because he's British, but like Harry Styles doesn't do it for me. He looks like a child. He, yeah. There's something about him. Like I like his music a lot, but there's something about him that I'm particularly like not attracted to. Um, I don't know what it is though. But yeah, like I totally get it. I totally see. I'd be like, yeah, totally. British rugby players like that's mm. that's the dream for me it's like if they're British I need to know they can ruin my life you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I would let them ruin my life like fucking uh what's his face from Ted Lasso not not, not the Bre- old not the old dude the young not Brett not Brett oh Jamie oh in a heartbeat would let him <laughs> fuck my life up because of like Manchester accent, like absolutely, well, you can destroy my life, absolutely. Oh my god, you should. Ugh. If you weren't married, I'd be like, you could go on too hot to handle. Because I feel like those types are <laughs> always on it, and they merge American and British people. Yes, <laughs> yes, I would a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, fuck, is that is that the move? Like, not now, obviously, but like, do you move to London, like, in the next couple of years? That'd be really cool. That's the dream. Imagine me writing in London with my little tea, living living it all. Um, I don't know, but I also it's New York or nowhere. So like, I think the dream would be half and half. You know, mm-hmm. you know how some people are bi coastal. They do LA, New York. I'm like, no, I'll be. I want to be bi Atlantic. Yeah. yeah. Bi Atlantic, bi continental. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It, yeah. People have, do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just have to have money. <laughs> That's the thing. So I saw this thing on TikTok where it was a girl was like, I heard these girls next to me say, um, I'm so lucky everything works out for me. Like they say it out loud. Uh-huh. So she was like, then I started saying it. And then all these like things started happening. She was like, I said it out loud that day. And then someone paid for like my nails because it was like someone I knew and they hadn't seen me a long time. So I do that now and it works. Like I swear to God. <laughs> Like I really? was like I was like ah oh, shit like I cuz cuz of the tour I have like no PTO I'm like tomorrow like next week I won't like have I I'll work like 4 days rather than 5 like usually I can get paid for it and I was like oh that sucks and then I today I was like you know what no I'm really lucky everything works out for me and then today in the meeting I won an extra day of PTO and I was like motherfucker so I want you to start saying it out loud and be like I'm so lucky everything works out for me and just sort of see what, okay. like, happens. Like, it kind of, like, forces you to, for me, like, forces me to be like, well, this is, like, what I'm on alert for now, you know? Like, what am I looking for? What do I deserve, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what you deserve. And so now it's, like, to be more, like, conscious about it and, like, actively searching for that. Yes. And maybe yes. that's London. Maybe that's, like, whatever pops up. I mean, dating fucking blows, uh and <laughs> dating apps fucking blow like i will never sit here like i say this all the time in the pod like i met aaron by chance 
I can't imagine. I ghosted left and right on dating apps. Like I was the worst person on apps. Um, so I have no advice there. But it's like, you know, it sounds like you're on the cusp of like knowing like, no, no, I deserve way better. And that's where like the shift yeah. happens of like you, you've got your own shit like you. This is why we've been off and on. Now I know. Now it's time to block. Now it's time to delete your your number and just try mm-hmm. something new. Spring's right around the corner. Like dresses are going to come back out. You're going to be out. Daylight savings time. Maybe something pops up uh, production-wise in London, you know? Right. There are options. You can do this. I'm so lucky. Everything works out for me. Yes. So okay. That- that's how it goes right it's something like that i just say i'm so it's like i say i'm so lucky everything ends up working out like and that's like i think that's the main part it's like everything ends up working out i now i need to find the exact quote but that's what i've been saying and i swear to god it's been fucking working i know that sounds disgusting and sounds a lot like the secret (laughs) uh but i am kind of into it I mean, it kind of, it, it kind of like ties into Buddhism a bit because like the people I babysit for work for the Buddhist association. So oh, cool. they, they got me into chanting and that's kind of like what it is. Like you chant and you like chant what you want for mm-hmm. like, like praying, but you're not praying to a God. You're just like yeah. internal. It's like the internal Buddha inside you. Right. Like, so your internal self, so which I really like. So that's kind of along those lines yeah which i do which i do you know because it's so easy when you're tired you're just like oh my god fuck it it's just because january sucked mm. february is a little bit better mm-hmm. um but th- that's another thing i realized in january so like you know my holidays really sucked because like my grandfather died two days before christmas oh, so yeah so it was like <laughs> okay this time is supposed to be relaxing really sucks um, and like the funeral happened December 30th and then December 31st, I was back in Brooklyn. It's like happy new year. Like, you know, all this change. And I just felt the same. And, you know, like 10 days into January, I was like, why has nothing changed? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, no, it's just another month in the mm-hmm. year. We, we put this weird thing on new year's. It's like, no, it's just another month mm-hmm. and you just got to get through it. Yeah. That's, right. Like. Yeah, there's this, like, I mean, I love New Year's, like, the party, the getting dressed up. But, like, I don't do resolutions. I try really hard not to look at the past year because mm-hmm. it's setting everyone up for this idea that growth is on a very specific, like, timeline. And, like, everyone's growing at the same uh, mm-hmm. pace. And also that growth is um, is linear. I think that's what I want uh, the term when really mm-hmm. it's just like up and down and it's all around and everyone's going through different things and everyone has like different things that helped them to move forward or maybe they don't have that. So they're not progressing as fast. Um, so it does. I think it puts a lot of people in a weird funk because they look back and they're like, well, last year wasn't what I wanted to look like. And now I'm already starting on like the wrong foot uh, mm-hmm. for the first month. Like, what does that mean? What, what is that foreshadowing for this year? And it's just like, it's just, it's just not how it works. Like, it's not how life works. Exactly. But I love getting dressed up and getting drunk. That is the best part, I will say. Especially if you don't put expectations. Like, oh, I'm going to go, like, so fucking hard. It's like, what do we do for New Year's? My roommate, we went to our neighbor's house. My roommate DJed. I sat, drank a bunch of beer. And I was like, this is great. That's perfect. Yeah. I'm happy. All I need. 
next day next day was new year's day i think i just slept all day (laughs) this is all i want yeah no and that's perfect and like i don't know if this puts it in perspective but like we were gonna have people over um i got a cold like not even covid just a fucking cold that sucked and then aaron got it and i was like we gotta cancel like we can't people get sick and so then we just like stayed in we were in bed pretty early too and then chilled the next day but then the next day because we're trying to have like kids this or start this summer i remember like aaron went to go get out get like takeout and then in the time that he had gone to grab Mexican food and come back, I was in a full blown breakdown of like, I'm not ready for this. Like I, mm. cause I've, I've, in my mind, I was like, we're starting in June. Like I, that's six months away. I can't fucking do that. We're starting at the end of, of August, which I, for some reason makes a huge difference, but I was like, I'm not ready. I can't do this. Like, what the fuck is this? And like, that was my new year's day. Right. Like just being totally freaked out, being like, I am not ready. And then the next day, you're like, oh, whatever, I'm fine. Like, it's all done. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, like, just go back to what you're saying. Like, everyone puts this weird, like, pressure on these days. And it's like, fuck it. It's just a day that a lot of us get off. Uh, some of us still have to work. Um, and it is what it is. What it is. Like, it's very, like, Bridget Jones' diary. I think it's, like, yes. New Year's. She starts, like, doing, like, her journaling and, like, trying mm-hmm. to change for other people. She's trying to change for other people, not for herself. But fucking love Bridget Jones' diary. Oh, me too. Like, yeah, I'm obsessed with that movie. Uh, it's very good. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's where I was going with that rant. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I would, oh god, I would be freaked out too. I mean, I, I just planned this trip for London, it's in April, and I'm already like, oh, that's good, that's so soon, but it's like, it's it's not. How long are you going like, for? Ooh, okay, well, my sister just booked the, the flight there, I still have to flip. I have to book my flight back to New York. I I'm hoping to go for like 13 days. Ooh, okay. The thing is, we're going. I wanted to go at the end of February because tickets were only three fifty, oh, and nice. I was like, "Fuck!" But my aunt, who has never been to London, it's been her dream. She's like, "I'm gonna go in April. If you come with me, I will. You know, the hotels on me." Oh, okay, okay. I can't, I can't miss that. Um, so, and then my sister decided to come too, so that will be fun. Um, and then I'll spend a few days with um the British guy, and I'm gonna stay with his family, which is nice. And then my favorite band, Big Thief, is also playing in London, so that's why I kind of wanted to stay a little longer. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, because like I love London. It's like, should I go to a new city? But I just I haven't been since 2018, which is a very long time for me. Like it's my second home. Um Aww. so yeah, and I've um a lot of friends who live out there too, so it would be really nice to see them. And like two two of my friends out there got engaged, actually. So like the more I'm hearing, the more I'm hearing like roots. Like there is, if you wanted to like up and leave, like you could and figure it out and I be could. like a cute little quirky American barista or like babysitter under the table, like be an all pair, be a fucking all pair. Be an all pair, right? God, I feel like if, it's like, it's so hard. I feel like I have two loves in my life and that's New York and London. Mm. Cause like then the thought of leaving New York, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have such fucking FOMO. Um, and my family's here. But like London, but London in a few years, I think a few more years. We'll see. Because I've, I've considered grad school, but then I hate going back to school. Like the thought of doing homework, just atrocious. 
I truly could Absolutely. never. Like, I never will. I just can't. I don't want to go in debt again. I can't do that. I just don't. Because mm. I, I considered doing grad, like, when you know when COVID hit and then, like, I lost my job and, like, everyone was like, should I go to grad school? I was, like, considering that. <laughs> oh, thank God I didn't. No, I just don't. Yeah, no, it sounds like you made the right choice. Yeah, now I just work 13-hour days uh, <laughs> cleaning up after people. Because that's what a production assistant basically is. You basically just... Yeah, I can't... I, uh, I, I'm more worried about talking shit about that than I am about boys. Because, unfortunately, you never know who... Oh, hear, no, don't worry. I have, I have... Anything I've edited out, it has been like, I don't need this getting back to employers or past employers shit's real when you're out there we um i i think you know i work in customer service and they were like um what is it for csats the specific program they use they were like we want you guys to use an actual picture and i was like absolutely not i'm not using a picture myself like i'm googleable and they were like what do you mean i was like i you can find me online like there's multiple reasons why you can find me online i'm not putting a picture of myself with my name under it like no um Oh my God, there was a reason why I brought this up. Um, oh, just because everything is like, can be traced back to you, especially when you're creative and you have to do a fucking day job. Um, so no, don't worry. I've, I've edited out so much stuff. Right. So I was going to say, producers are like the most obnoxious people. <laughs> like I, they made the biggest mess out of everybody on set. I was like, are you fucking Ooh, I hate that. Cause you know what? Uh, Cause this goes. I know this is kind of like off topic, but like the nepo baby thing. It's like I think my problem with all these people, not just like a big celebrities, but a lot of like these producers come from money, you know, and they mm-hmm. they they chose to do this, and they never really worked. They never worked to live. They kind of just like worked mm-hmm. as they wanted to. So I feel like these people, like these, a lot of these rich people just don't know what it's like to be so dependent on a job. Um, and by job, I mean like the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like, you know, they had money. They can fuck around, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my spiel. Yeah, um, no, fuck, fuck people with money that never had to, as you put it, like, work to live. Work to live. Or, like, if I, you know, my dream is to be a showrunner, right? Like, I want to write and do my own shows. But, like, I feel like I really just want to stick to the eight-hour work week. Like, because, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm working th- 13-hour days, even though I have 30 minutes for lunch, which makes it 12 hours. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I lost you again. Yeah. Wait, Hold maybe. Up. Oh no. Oh wait, um, I'm seeing you. I'm said, seeing you. Computer. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Can you cool. hear me? Yes, yes, I can okay. hear you now. I can hear you now. Amazing. But yeah, no, eight-hour work week, four days a week, no weekends. Because I have to work weekends this week. Yeah, fuck. My next day off is not until next Wednesday. And then I go, like, right back into babysitting. Oh, my God. Thank you for, like, doing the pod. Holy shit. I didn't realize it was that intense. Oh, it's fine. 
it's 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 good this is a good unwinder i'm like I'm, i've got my i got a tall boy at the grocery store and i was like great got your narragansett um yeah well i mean like covid really i think forced a lot of us to to be like oh this is not sustainable like i my work-life balance is like so important to me now um I had a like a couple weeks ago, I had someone make me late to therapy and I was like repeatedly, I was like, I have to leave this time. Is this necessary to be done today? Can this be done in the morning? And they're like, no, it has to have a night, it has to have a night. And then I found out they waited to the next day. They were like, can you please write this up for me? And I was like helping them out. Like it was someone um, like I was doing them a favor and I had to be like, yo, we need to talk. Like mm-hmm. I told you repeatedly, you made me late uh, for something that I pay for um and i will not allow that to happen again like i'm more than happy to help but if you start messing with my time away from my job or yeah away from my job like then we're, we're gonna have an issue like i was like so proud of myself because it was a dude too and i was like no don't fuck with my time um so yeah but it's like no i can't do these weird hours i can't do these weird like like weekend situations um which unfortunately like i feel like production like I haven't done production in a long time. I think this is part of it was because it was like this is rough, and you get can get stuck too. Like being mm-hmm. a PA for so long, because um, yeah, showrunner would be great. Like producer would be so great, but it's just it's so draining. It's so exhausting those hours, and it's not like you're like on your feet the whole time too. Like you are on my feet. Yeah, like that's a it's a it's a thing. It's a it's a thing. I'm like I'm practically a waitress without the tips. Like mm-hmm. I think my room my roommate is a waitress and she makes more than me. Ooh, like, yeah, it's rough because I'm like constantly like all right, gotta put out snacks, gotta make sure lunch is on time. Like if I never have to worry about someone else's lunch in my life, I will be one happy woman. Oh my god! And then they get pissed off at you if you're like, hey, like, do you want to get lunch soon? Like, do you want me to prepare lunch? And they're like, why are you talking about this right now? And then like all of a sudden you're like, they're like, where's lunch? And it's like, no, to no, fuck you. I asked you, I asked mm-hmm. you about this like an hour and a half ago. You like prima donna bullshit person. They also came for money um, and like ruined my love for like production and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it is, yeah, it is what it is. That's why I'm going to say I'm really lucky. Everything works out for me. And you're going to start saying it too. And you're going to be in London in the next couple of years. I'm so lucky. Everything works out for me. Yeah. TikTok, man. TikTok's got some good shit. TikTok's got some weird shit. TikTok has some great shit. Um, oh, sorry. You were going to say something. Speaking of TikTok having great shit, I don't know if you've seen this one. This question. It's a great question that I've been asking people. Okay. Who, who is someone, like a well-known figure, celebrity, that you would sleep with, but you would be too embarrassed to tell people you slept with? Like you would not tell people that you slept with this person. Oh, I feel like I just talked about this with friends. We were like, who's an ugly actor, but that like their talent makes them really hot. But you um, wouldn't tell, you would not tell your friends. Like you'd be embarrassed. I don't know. Cause like my whole thing is awkward sex. So I tell everyone everything that I truly feel like <laughs> right. I would tell them. Who would I be embarrassed to fuck? Who? Hmm. Who did you say? I think I I said Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd Aaron fuck Rogers. him when I would say it. I would fuck him. I but I'd be like, oh, there. There's another one that that I think you, when I tell you, you'd be like, yeah, you should not tell people that you would fucked him. Yes. No, Army Hammer. I'd 
That's so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's being like, I I would want to fuck Harvey Weinstein. Ew. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> See? Like that. Okay. Yeah. I sex mean, predators. Yeah. 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 Sex um, predators. I would not tell people. The, I think the person on the TikTok, the guy that she was on a date with said Whoopi Goldberg. But like, why don't you? And then yeah. fuck her. For her, it was Howie Mandel, which I understood. I was like, oh, I don't want to tell people I had sex with Howie, Howie Mandel. I guess mine, okay, I feel like it has to be someone who's really dumb but really hot that people have hard opinions about. So for that, I would say Tom Brady. But I would totally oh, tell people, I would totally tell people I, I fucked Tom Brady. Yeah, totally. Oh my God. Did you see the photo that he posted the other day? Oh, I did. His little thirst trap. Yeah. Yes. I was like, fuck, I would fuck him in a heartbeat. We would have nothing in common and our my diet alone would appall him <laughs> just give me tom if you're listening to this just give me one night just give me just, one night just give me one night wow uh, i'm trying to think of one more because i feel like he's hot like i i'm not ashamed of that um okay i don't know if this will make sense but it's like a fictional character but charlie kelly from <laughs> It's always sunny. That's what, my cat, that's what my cat is named after. Yes. I would be embarrassed to fuck him, but I do also recognize that, like, he is, like, hot. Like, mm-hmm. even as the character. Um, but I would, like, if he was real, I think I would be embarrassed, but I would still, I would definitely still fuck him. That's a really good one. Because, like, if you really think about it, because if you're watching the show, it's like, oh, he's so lovable. But you're like, wait, this is a guy that, Probably smells like cheese. Mm-hmm. Is it? <laughs> that's like Dennis too. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. I thought about Dennis too for a second because um, he's just so like, just like, ugh, like shady um, and gross to women. But I was like, but he is hot. He is hot. Like, maybe. So now I have to think of someone really like that. Charlie Kelly is a really good one. When I, I'm gonna when I when I ask people that question, I'm like, I'll say the example Charlie Kelly. If they know it's always sunny. If they don't, they shouldn't be in your life. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this and you know me and you haven't watched It's Always Sunny, we need to talk. It's so good. It's so fucking good. It's my favorite. We, Me and my roommates, like, we we rewatch like, shows all the time. That's one of ours that's always on. Like, It's Always Sunny, 30 Rock, mm-hmm. Curb, Your, Curb Your Enthusiasm is on in the background a lot. Like, those are our top three. Oh, yeah. I just redid... 30 Rock. Um, that's a big one for me. The Gilmore Girls is just always on the background. Because it's Girls. like it's just like white noise at this point. Um oh, what else do I do? I haven't watched Curb in a long time. I haven't watched Arrested Development in a long time. Aaron is watching, he's doing like episode of by episode of It's Always Sunny, because there's like a podcast with it where they talk that's- about Mm-hmm. so like i'll sometimes mm-hmm. watch an episode with him because he'll only do like he will have to listen to the next episode first. And I'm like, why aren't we why aren't we like binging this? Um. Yeah, I love I love TV. Did you Did you watch Abbott Elementary yet? Oh, I fucking love it. It's so good. It's so I, good. I finally caught up. And I'm like, oh, because you know, network TV. I'm like, mm, but it it's got some great, great lines. No, it's great. It's still missing. It's like office ness. Like there's still something missing, but they're definitely getting like way closer. But I love it. Like I, I think like season three, they're really gonna hit like their fucking stride. I can't wait. Oh yeah um what i and i also watched over the weekend kunk on earth i don't know if you've oh, heard I of don't that. Know that one i that this i just described i went down a rabbit hole because apparently this is like 
it's a parody character of like um british documentaries oh. like you know R- richard attenborough but it's like this woman and it's just a joke it's like dry humor every 10 seconds um and it was great it's like just her doing the history of the world but oh i like, love it oh you should watch the first episode because there's this one scene that i cried and i feel like you would appreciate and then i discovered like this is the whole thing like they have a they have a kunk on britain and it's like very nathan fielder but british if that makes sense done done i want to watch it there's only five episodes and it's 20 minutes you can get oh yeah no fuck yeah we'll watch this like all tomorrow um so we have been recording for about like an hour and normally around this time i ask the guests is there anything that they we have not talked about that they'd want to talk about god i don't think so i think i i really i think i just wanted i did want to talk about my cat being in heat but we we covered that i found a way to to put that in so yeah that's the title i am a cat in heat i am a cat in heat (laughs) i'll be popping that pussy She's literally popping the pussy. She's putting it out there on display, literally. Very, very, very envious of her. Good for her. I, this makes me wish there were like cat vibes, you know, like there were like vibrators for cats, but then we would be doing it to them. And that feels like crossing a line. There's a way we can make it for their paws on their own time. Ah, your face. <laughs> this is one of those moments where I wish I did record like the actual like video but people always get nervous like oh no i'm like no no we're just so we can see each other i promise i'm not putting this online because i have the time i'm not even like dressed like there have been times where i just like don't have pants on i'm like no we're not putting this out there um absolutely absolutely understandable but this has been a great episode this is super fun thank you for having me don't you have a podcast coming in the future (sighs) that i can play i I you can plug it it's it's for friends and family i'm not trying to be like but like if but I'm not saying, like, if you want to listen to whatever I'm obsessed with in January, January, I was obsessed with the show called The Great on Hulu. So I just, I talk about that a little bit. And yeah, I'm I'm transcribing it right now. So okay. my brother, my brother is producing it. Shout out to my brother for doing this for me. <laughs> Yay for big families. Okay, okay. I know. Shout out to musician brothers. There we go. Look, the hardest part about putting stuff out there is being excited about the stuff you put out there because you're afraid no one else is going to like it. But I promise mm-hmm. you, other people will like it. If you find it funny or interesting, there is a group out there that are going to feel the same way. That, that's how I feel, you know, because like it, 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 I kind of got inspired with because like with my Instagram stories, I'm like some people are like, Grace, I just, like my siblings are like, no, I never pay attention. And then other people like at my grandfather's wake. My sister's best friend's mom was like, yeah, Grace, like right before I go to bed, I see what Grace Michelle is up to. Like, that's my catch up. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. our mo- our moms my audience? Because I-, I did block my parents <laughs> for my stories. Because, oh, God, I can't. I I'm- I'm in- my parents are in my life too much. I'm like, we got to have one thing. Sometimes they got to be blocked. No, it's okay because my mom got mad that i said like i cursed off my hometown and she's like why did you say that i'm like um did you not see all the racist comments on facebook like from the people oh you know (laughs) it's like no mom just be like a little bit more informed it's okay i can have hard opinions about the town we come from it's all good 
it's fine. I'm sure the 10 people watching this are not going to call the Somers mayor and be like, oh, Grace Mashad's talking shit about Somers. <laughs> be like, who the fuck is that? Ivy. Ivy. You never know. Wait, what's this? What's the podcast called? Called? Um, my therapist thinks I'm funny. My therapist thinks I'm funny. Okay. All right. I will be plugging that in the intro outro. Oh my God. Yeah. Check it out. If you're like, who's this random ass chick? It's Grace. It's Grace. Yeah. We'll see how, we'll see how it turns out. You know, it's an experiment. It's an experiment. Yay. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Thank you, Grace, for being my lovely host not host, my lovely guest um, after working a god-awful amount of hours with no days off, still taking the time to talk to me. Always appreciated, always humbled by that. Um, And you guys have a great, good two weeks. Go live, laugh, love, whatever that means to you. Um, And I do really um, stand by that TikTok that I saw of that girl who saw those girls saying, um, I'm so lucky everything works out for me. And like, truly like it, it just does. It does. And I don't know if it's, um, I know it's a little secret E I say that in the, in the episode, but I think it just kind of like reframes, uh, your perspective of like what's going around or what's happening. Like, like for example, right? Like I was running out of, you know, paid time off days but I really you know needed them and so then I'm aware like when this like you know plops into my lap um and it's like oh awesome it worked out and then that's just this little like like little moment of happiness they were like it worked out um I'm stopping I'm talking a mile a minute uh, uh you guys have been great y'all have been great and I will see you I'll talk to you you will hear me in two weeks okay bye bye